Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? All right, folks, here we are. Sit back, welcome, enjoy episode 101. The Brilliantly Dumb Show. Folks, we got a good show for you, an action-packed show planned ahead for you. Before we get into any of that, we have something to discuss. We have someone to bring on. Jersey Jerry has done it. He has hit the Steelers, hit the minus seven. Jerry Gerard Gilfone wins his own segment on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. We're going to figure out what Jerry's segment is going to be. We're going to bring Jerry on. By the way, for those of you who were not following the live, the minus seven that Jerry had, there was a point in the fourth quarter of that game where I think if you look at it from a num numbers standpoint, Jerry probably had a 3 to 5% chance of winning. When the Steelers were down on the other side of the field, third and eight, one first down and the game's over. They had no business, no reason to score a touchdown. They could have just milked the clock. Third and eight, Big Ben Roethlisberger, touchdown pass. Unbelievable. I, I, I cannot believe Jerry being one and three, being laughed at to come back to where he is and now win is just one hell of a moment. For the podcast, we're going to bring him on. He's going to discuss what his segment will look like, Turnpike Takes with Jersey Jerry. Let's bring in Gerard Gilfone. And then after that, folks, it's me and you on the audio, on the ones and twos, doing what we do, what we've always done. No interview today, just me and you talking the talk. Without further ado, the champion, the king, Gerard Gilfone. Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? Gerard Gilfone, our Jersey Jerry. Jersey Jerry. Gerard, how does it feel, buddy? How does it feel? Hey, Bobby. Didn't I tell you? I told you when I was 0-2, I told you and I told everybody else, this was always my segment. And another thing, Bobby, it was always Steelers minus seven. <laughs> it's my time now. Gary, yeah, you finally, you hit this segment. You got to admit to me, there was a time especially when you were one and three, but especially in that Steelers game, you had no business winning that game in the end there, Jerry Dunn. Yeah. At one point um, I was in the fetal position. Yep. I was, I was in the fetal position and I, and I, and I thought, and I thought we lost it all, but my mind was spinning. I said, there's gotta be something. There's gotta be something. And then I said, sour though. Headband, sour though, headband. I went and put that headband on. I went and got that sour dough, and that's all she wrote. Now, Jerry, the only thing that concerns me, by the way, what are you wearing? This is actually a hat that was just sent to me in the mail from a from a fan right you here. More fan mail? Yes. Jerry Don, you're an American treasure. We will protect you in the puppy mill at all costs. The Steeler Curtain to the Moon. Your friend. Kyle Kovacs. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. 
Yeah, I love that you're getting fan mail. I really do. One hell of a story. Here's here's an issue that I do have, though, Jerry. And today we really need an to iron out. Well, hold on, Bob. An, an issue. And what do you mean an issue? Well, you, just as far as your you, you said, this is my time now, right? This is my. Absolutely. Which it is, Jerry. And what we want to do is really iron out what this segment is going to look like, Turnpike Takes with Jersey Jerry. What concerns me a little bit, Jerry Dunn, is Uh the longevity. Your boy, Nicky Numbers, showed me your door from all these days of betting on games. And and your, your door, there is a wall through the center of your door from hitting your head against the door so much. Should we be concerned over here about the longevity of no. this, Jerry? No, and I, and, and no, and quite frankly, I, I take it as disrespect that, that you're counting me out again, once again. No, we're not, we're not counting you out, Jerry. I'm just saying from the longevity standpoint, mentally, I don't want to see another door go off the hinges. No, Jerry? No. No, that ain't going to happen, Bob. That you're going to be okay, Jer? Yeah, I mean, I was okay for these last 10 picks, wasn't I? <laughs> I mean, if, that, if that's what you want to call it, Jerry. Jerry, we're psyched for you. Friday, you're opening up Turnpike Takes with Jersey Jerry. Before we discuss a little bit of that, what yeah. you got to do, Jer, and now this is going to be your segment, but you got to get people on board with our advertisers. So without further ado, Jerry, I sent it over for you. Bet MGM, tell the people where they can go if they want to take some Jerry luck. Talk to them. No problem, because this is if I and this is going to be my time now, right, Bob? This is going to be this is going to this is going to be your time. This is going to be your segment. Talk to us. It's going to be an NFL season to remember at BetMGM Sports. And right now, they're offering new customers a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place $1 wager just by signing up. Make sure your first bet with bonus code BROBIBLE100 to take advantage of this special offer. Bonus parlays, free bets, live betting, boosted odds specials, don't forget to use bonus code BROBIBLE100. Phenomenal job, Jerry Don. Phenomenal job, Jerry Don. Now, Jerry, talk to me. What are you going to do? What are you thinking for your segment? I think, do we stay picks with you? Do we lock in a pick every day of the week, Jerry Don? Do talk to me through this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the picks are great. You know what I mean? The, the picks are great. I think, I think that's a good way to go about it. maybe like one of my best bets of the week and maybe one of my, you know, fade this pick, something along those lines. Okay. And maybe even if you were interested, maybe uh, something to do like a, uh, you know, maybe like a co-host type of thing, maybe something like that. We could do something like that. I mean, you know, we can go anywhere with this really, you know. Yes, we can. The options, Jerry, are wide open for us. You're going to have your first segment. We got to get that knocked down come Friday. Jerry, what did you do after the win? Uh, right afterwards, you know, I celebrated. I had a nice dinner, steak, lobster raviolis. We had some ceviche. And uh, I, I booked a trip to Hawaii for a couple weeks. Are you? <laughs> Miss, Miss Jerry. Yeah. What? what We're going to Hawaii. What do you mean you booked a trip to Hawaii? Am I, am I not allowed to leave? I, I booked a trip to Hawaii. Jerry, you got your segment come Friday. Are you going to be able to do your segment from Hawaii? 
I didn't think about that. <laughs> I didn't think about that one. Did you seriously book a trip to Hawaii? Yeah, I got the flight information right here. Yeah, you're going to have your own segment on the show. You got to commit. You can't just be booking trips to Hawaii. Yeah, really, I didn't think about that one. (laughs) That was kind of just. (laughs) Yeah, how how far after the the Steelers won did you book a trip to Hawaii? You taking Miss Jerry? Yeah, Miss Jerry's going uh, about, I'd say like half hour, 45 minutes, I'd say. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. Well, Jerry, look, as as long as you can record, by all means, I mean, do it. But to have your first week, have a vacation on your first week, come your first episode for the Patreon folks Friday, it's kind of bold to, to book a trip to Hawaii, no? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna have to talk. I'm gonna have to talk to her about this. Um, okay. This might not work right now. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Well, look. If you want to cancel, get your money back. But if anybody deserves a trip to Hawaii, it's you. So as long as you record your first segment in Hawaii, we got no issue. I'll be right there beside you. We'll do yeah. it via Zoom. We'll keep it rocking and rolling, Jerry. What 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 you did was honestly from the point of being one and three. Uh, to come back and, and hit that and to rattle off six straight picks is yeah. absolutely fascinating. And from my end, I got to tell you, Jer, some of the most fun I've had on this show. I mean, week to week to follow the picks, to do the live, it, it's been spectacular. So, Jerry, we owe a big thank you, and we know we're going to get more to come. Yeah, man, I, th- I think it, it was great. The, the ride was awesome. awesome. It, was a, it was a roller coaster. A lot of ups. There were some downs. Um, but at the end of the day, I think I think what really made this happen was the momentum from the fans. They just kept on pushing me. Don't give up. Don't give up. Do more research, Jerry, when I was one and three. Put your put your put your, get in the books. Play out the numbers. Talk to Nikki numbers. And, and I mean it was great. It was great. I went on that sick, sick run, six games in a row, and I never. And, 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 and to be honest, I never really doubted myself. I knew. I knew I had it in me. Yeah. Well, well you know, Jerry, we certainly know that, Jerry. You have given us a ride. We will never forget. Look, if you want to go to Hawaii, by all means, Jerry, go to Hawaii. You know, as long as you can film, it's just. <laughs> I mean, you sound, I mean, what would you do? It sounds like you're against me again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, Jerry, enjoy your trip to Hawaii. Take the trip. Just make sure you're there. Come Friday, Jersey Jerry's first segment will be Friday Turnpike Takes with Jersey Jerry. Jerry, we thank you for this ride, and we look forward to the future. Hey, Bob. See you in the funny papers. I'll see you in the funny papers, Bob. <laughs> It was always Steelers minus seven. (laughs) Hi, Jerry Don. (laughs) Oh, hey, folks. So sorry to interrupt here. Big game Bob here. Just want to interrupt the show to let you folks know that the Brownlee Dumb Show is brought to you by Manscaped, folks. I don't care what goes on in winter and spring and summer and all of that stuff. It's fall season right now. There is no better time than to have a clean, shaven nutsack than right now, than this fall season. Big Game Bob told you here first. The Manscaped Lawn Mower 3.0 is a premium electric 
trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence confidence boost through body image folks keep them elite keep them right keep them tight with manscaped how do you do so i'm going to give you 20 percent off and free shipping when you use promo code bro bible b-r-o-b-i-b-l-e head over to manscaped.com get 20 percent off free shipping promo code bro bible time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk fellas let it rip keep it tight keep it clean big game bob told you so let's keep this show moving on i'll tell you folks you know who we don't give a credit enough credit to that we really should Probably probably somebody like a LeBron James, but besides the fact, I'm thinking more of something different. I'm thinking these parking enforcement guys. Isn't it terrible what we do to these guys? We see them on the windshield of our cars, and it's game over. If you catch one of these guys giving you a ticket, there's no way you're not berating them. And it's always their fault. Immediately. They are, I, they, they are so quickly the asshole of the situation. You go out, you see them, it is game over. We don't think about the fact that we were parked 30 minutes past the time that it tells us to park. We don't think about the fact that there's a handicapped lady who needs the spot that you're in that you shouldn't be when you're 23 years old, moving and grooving just fine. We don't think about the fact that it took an extra, takes an extra 20, 30 seconds to put a couple coins in the meter. No, it's the parking guy's fault. It always is. It always will be. And these guys just take an absolute beating day to day, just doing their jobs, just doing what they're told to do. I went into the bagel store the other day. I came out and saw this guy on my car. I went nuts. I went absolutely nuts on the guy. And then I thought about it. It's like, yeah, it sucks to pay this ticket, but what the hell did this guy do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. You imagine what these parking enforcement guys get on, the, the shit they deal with from a day-to-day basis. You know how much thick skin you got to have to be one of these guys? It's like being somebody who just towed your car. The dispatcher at the tow company. There's no way those guys aren't going to take an earful. It's always the tow company that it's always their fault. Guy just comes in, just takes an absolute beating every day, day in, day out. You got to have thick skin. It's not the dispatcher's fault that you were towed. It's not the tow truck's driver's fault that you were towed. No, it's your fault. But man, oh man, can it turn on them real fast? Just the things these guys go through. Think of these parking enforcement guys. They give them these these puny little cars. They're like kind of cop cars, but not. They usually have like little antennas and a camera over it. It looks like one of those Google cars that Google Maps sends out. You get worried thinking it's a cop car that you just cut off, and then you realize, oh, no, it's just a parking enforcement guy. Let me go ahead and cut him off again. Blow by him doing 85 and a 45 because they can't do anything about it. These guys just take a beating. Imagine if these guys had take your kid to work day. You imagine how that would work out? You bring your 10-year-old to see uh, the girl's going to be devastated for the rest of her life seeing what her dad does. 
first 10 minutes on the job, he's getting screamed at. All right, sweetie, we'll let you put this ticket on now. Go ahead. This guy's been parked over 15 minutes and the meter's red. Go ahead. Put a ticket on his car. You motherfucker. What the fuck are you doing on my fucking car? It's okay, sweetie. It's okay. This is part of the job here. This is what daddy does. You son of a bitch. Poor guy. You imagine being that guy. It's a tough gig. It's a real tough gig. You imagine the, the post-traumatic stress that these parking enforcement guys and girls probably go through. Wake up in the morning. They're still stressed about the previous day. It's still kind of spooking them about the guy that just went rampage on them. They wake up, little kid wakes them up. Hey, dad, what for breakfast? No, 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 no. You were 20 minutes past. Whoa, dad, 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 dad. It's just me. It's just me. Oh, sweetie, I'm so sorry. Rough day yesterday at work. These guys go through hell. And it's always their fault. They're just doing their job. I went nuts on this poor guy. It was so bad. Not only was I mad at the guy that gave me the ticket, I was mad at the bagel place for letting this happen. As if somebody behind the catch register of the bagel joint should have stepped out and let me know, sir, it's time to feed your meter parking enforcement there. It was their fault too. I haven't had a bagel from there since. We're pointing the wrong fingers here, folks. Take it easy on your local parking enforcement guy or gal. These guys go through hell. Anywho, moving on. I'll tell you, folks, as we keep things moving along here on the Brilliantly Dubbed Show, folks, I, just bear with me. I'm on a little bit of a rampage today. I got a lot to say. And I want to talk about somebody who I just think is getting away with murder. This goes for all frozen food companies, but in particular, Marie Callender is really going to take the brunt of this. First things first on the Marie Callenders, you all know those frozen, the chicken pot pies she does. She does the Venicini Alfredis, Alfredos, and they're pretty good, and it's, it's a very well-known company, but Here's my question to Marie. Here's the problem I have here with Marie Calendars, the frozen food company. First things first, serving sizes. I had a little chicken pot pie the other day that apparently served up to two to four people. Marie Calendar, I, I don't know who you're serving, but there's no way that thing isn't fully going down the hatch. How many people had a Marie Callender's just for one and put the rest in the fridge because they couldn't eat the whole thing? Who the hell are you serving, Marie? Marie has three children all under the age of five that can't finish. So all of a sudden, it, it, it serves three people? I eat one of these things. I got to put another thing back in the microwave. Do you know how disappointed you would be if you came back home drunk from the bar at your friend's house? And you guys wanted to eat and he just popped in one Marie Callender chicken pot pie. You think you would be satisfied with that? 
Imagine these blue-collar guys who are in mines and just working in construction all day with the big old appetite. They come home to their family. Their wife made dinner. It's just one Marie Callender chicken pot pie for the four of them because Marie guarantees it serves four people. No, it does not. And then if you got to eat it by yourself, you got to calculate the calories and just double it or triple it. If it's 600 calories, that looks good on paper. Next thing you know, Marie tells you, oh, by the way, it serves three. So now you're at 1,800 calories to finish the whole chicken pot pie. Another thing that's a total free-for-all with the frozen foods is the amount of minutes you're supposed to put it in for the microwave. Who out there is holding Marie Callender's accountable for this? How come she's able to just slap on 10 to 13 minutes? I don't know. Could be 10 minutes. Could be 18 minutes. That's practically what it says as far as cooking instructions. You never know. You just never know. They base it on the watts of your microwave, the voltage of the microwave. Does anybody out there know what the voltage, the, the, the watts their microwave is? I sure as hell got no idea. Let's stop treating microwaves like they're light bulbs. We don't know what we need. We don't know the watts it has. We don't know the voltage our microwave puts out. The way I put it, if you have an old microwave, you put it in for 10 minutes. You put the pot pie in for 10 minutes. If you have a new microwave, no, if you have a new microwave, you put it in for 10 minutes. If you have an old microwave, put it in for 13 minutes because it may take longer. Your microwave, unfortunately, sir, does not have as many watts as the newer microwaves do. And it never comes out hot. The Marie Callum, there's any types of frozen, it never comes out hot. It's a total free-for-all. They don't know how long to put it in for. You put it in for the full 13 minutes, it just comes out as a break of ice. That Venicini Alfredo could have sunk the Titanic. It all seems great up top. Once you go down further, you thought you cooked it through, it's just a brick sheet of ice. That's all it is. Nobody's holding the frozen food items accountable anymore. Marie Callender's is getting away with frat out murder. And then she tells you to puncture the holes into the chicken pot pie of the plastic filming. What type of holes are you looking for here, Marie? Should I cut this with a butter knife? Do you want me to puncture the holes with the fork? Because that can't be good for my neighbor who's got to hear that next door. You know how loud it is to just pop those forks into the microwave things? into that filming, it's a loud pop. I could wake somebody up here. Probably didn't factor that in, Marie Callender. Boy, do I feel bad for your neighbor. Just pop, pop, pop. Then hear her big-ass voltage microwave going off. That can't be a pretty sound for anybody living in that block. It's a total free-for-all. And then I find out. And look, by the way, Marie Callender may be a great lady. I'm sure she is. Let's be honest. She makes a pretty good chicken pot pie. But let's call a spade a spade. That's what we do here on the Brilliant Dumb Show, folks. Because then I find out Marie Callender's has her own restaurant. It's not just frozen fruits you put in your freezer. You can actually visit Marie Callender's full-blown restaurant. And these aren't small establishments. These are the ones you see off the end of the highway. And this is just like a shopping mall. 
where they seat like 2,500. It's like you're going into a stadium just to have Marie calendars. When she serves the food, do you think it comes out with the plastic filming around it? If you just send your chicken pot pie back, you send it back, they pop it back in the microwave for you. Does the waitress at Marie Callender's tell you only to order one chicken pot pie since it serves four for the entire family? Or does the whole family order a chicken pot pie off the menu? At what point do we stop with the serving sizes? Because two to four people never feeds two to four people. Never does. So again, look, Maybe Marie Callender is a great lady. I'm sure she is. But let's call a spade a spade, folks. It is time we start holding frozen foods accountable, especially you, Marie Callender, especially you. Anywho, moving on. All right, folks, as we keep things moving along here, the Berlin Dumb Show, episode 101, folks. Getting ready to close down here, but we know damn well we do not close down any episode. Without everybody's favorite segment, yes, it is indeed time. It's the ass bad segment week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday for you Patreon folks there on the Friday. Now, keep in mind, I do want to say something with the Patreon folks I have said it to the Patreon folks that are over there that follow the app that get that extra podcast on Friday, the happy hours and all of that. I was against the Patreon out of the get. I, I really was, and I understand the frustration out of people who don't get that extra podcast or who may not, you know, feel the need to spend five dollars, nine dollars, you know, for would depend on which tier you get. I, I understand that. What I will say is we're creating something special over there on Fridays. And while we still deliver the content to you folks on Tuesdays and you still get the YouTubes of all the vlogs, there's something real special going on over there. Between the happy hours with the Maddie Rigatonis, the extra podcast that we have, the fan engagement that I am able to message with you guys on there, it's a community that we're creating that, that, that fires me up and I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I really hope you folks hop on board. We're having a lot of fun over there on the Patreon app. You can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. Come join us. Come join the movement. We're having a damn good time. If you don't, that's fine, okay? That's, that's A-okay as well. But there's something special going over there on Fridays. But let's get to the Ask Bob segment. This question's coming from Tavin Newcomb from Gilbert, Arizona. Now, I think Tavin's been a little bit of a prick here, but here was his question. Bob, the Rays took down your Yankees last night. Just want to remind you that the Yankees stink. Thanks for stopping by, Tavin. I got to ask, what's your reaction to it, and how long will it take you to get over it? Now, again, I think Tavin was being a little bit of a prick here. He messaged me this. I saw this in my DMs after the Yankees lost um, to the Rays in the ALDS. For those of you who don't know, I am indeed a diehard Yankees fan. Look, I like the Jets. I root for the Jets. I root for the Brooklyn Nets. Nothing can ever compare to my love for the New York Yankees, the passion I have for the Yankees. So it hurt. When the Yankees lose, it fucking hurts hurts. There's no doubt about it. What I want to play you guys, I got that DM and then I texted our editor, Benny, who's just spectacular. 
I, I, I texted him. I was like, yo, did I send you a video of me recording after the Yankee game last night? Because I got a little bit banged up when I was watching the game, even like five hours before first pitch. It was game five, which decided who moves on. Like five hours before the first pitch, I'm nervous, like a wreck, which made me think it's like by the time game time starts, I'm just going to be a total mess, which I was. So I started just clanging some beers while I'm watching the game. It was a stressful game. They lose the game. But after, I'm just absolutely devastated. And I'm holding it together. And I remember ordering a Postmates burrito. And the burrito stunk. And that was my breaking point. I bit into this burrito and I snapped. Like, it's like the burrito was what really was the straw that broke the camel's back. I was holding up okay after the game. I bit into this. It was so dry. It was just dull. And I turned on this ring light that I got. I turned on the microphone, pulled up the laptop, and said, you know what? I need to talk to somebody. So I got that question the next day. I hit up our editor. I was like, yo, did I send you a video of me just devastated about the Yankees? He said, yeah, you actually did. I said, fuck it. We'll use that to answer Tavin's question. So get a listen to this. This is what we'll close down the show with. You're looking at a drunk, a very drunk Bob here after eating a shitty burrito and a Yankees loss. And it's just pure devastation to end this episode 101. Folks, enjoy. We will see you next week. Here is Big Game Bob, drunk off a Yankees loss and eating a shitty burrito. Thank you for the question, Tavin, you prick. Well, folks, I got to tell you this. I order tonight. The beauty of this podcast is anytime I want to hop on and talk to you guys, little stick and peel wallpaper here that I have as my background. The next thing you know, we kind of got somewhat of a studio set up here. But if I want to say something to you guys, I'm going to do so. And I got news for you. Would I be lying if I told you that I didn't have a, a, you know, a little bit of a buzz right now? Absolutely. The Yankees just wrapped up their ALDS game against the Tampa Rays. And I thought to myself, I've watched every game this series. That's three and a half, four hours per game, no doubt about it, easy. Five games set. They were two and two. I put about 15 hours of my time into this series, scratching and clawing, just pulling here for the Yankees. What do they give to me? They lost. Here I am. I ordered this shitty burrito off of Postmates tonight. Because I kind of thought to myself, I'm going to take a chance on this burrito. I don't know the name of the restaurant. I don't really, I've never ordered from there before. Take a shot in the dark. Every now and then you do that on Postmates. And sometimes you get a shitty burrito. And I thought to myself, you know what? At least if I get a shitty burrito, maybe I'll have a Yankees win with it. And I'll take a Yankees win with a shitty burrito any day of the week. That's a perfect trade. I'll trade that off any day. The burrito comes. The burrito's shitty. Let's call a spade a spade. That's what we do here on the Berlin Dumb Show, folks. It's not a good burrito. Look at this burrito. The burrito's got no personality. It's just beans, rice, and a whole bunch of mush. For those of you watching on the YouTube right now, that's a shitty burrito. And I sacrificed that for the New York Yankees who just lost their series against the Tampa Rays. 
And it just upsets me because what did they sacrifice for me? You know what I mean? Do you think Aaron Boone, do you think Giancarlo Stanton knows that I sacrificed a shitty burrito for them tonight? Because it would reciprocate maybe in a Yankees win, and a Yankees win means more than a shitty burrito. But what happened, folks, is I not only got a shitty burrito, I also got a Yankees loss. So does Luke Voigt, does Aaron Judge go home tonight and think, you know what, I feel bad for Rob tonight? Yeah, I went over four, but I don't feel bad for myself. I feel bad for Rob. I feel bad for Big Game Bob because he ordered a shitty burrito tonight. He took a chance on that burrito tonight. Could have been great. Could have been a really good burrito, but he took a chance on it. It wasn't a good burrito. And he believed in me so much that he said, you know what? I'll take a shitty burrito for a Yankees win. And I didn't deliver a Yankees win. And I'm not upset. I am upset. I take that back. There will be a next year. No doubt about it. You know what there won't be another of? A shitty burrito. I'll never waste another shitty burrito order on a Yankees team that doesn't want to get the job done. Next time, I'll just get a pretty above-average burrito. And I'll probably take this back tomorrow because I love the Yankees, but it's upsetting. It really is. Look at this burrito. You know what they did for the side dressing? This is like their jalapeno sauce. Looks like something you get out of Fuddruckers at the salad bar that you want to end up using for your hamburger. You try it on your salad. It's not that good of a dressing. You say, hey, fuck it. You know what? I don't feel like getting up. Maybe this will be a good dressing for my hamburger. You get a subpar hamburger, and you put that shit on. That's what feels like happened tonight. And, folks, we're going to keep the Brilliantly Dumb show moving on, but I just want to let you know, and for the record, this is Big Game Bob here on a Friday night in October, and the Yankees are done, and I can live with that. I can't live with the shitty burrito. Folks, if you see a burrito on Postmates, make sure you've had that burrito when you dined in. Some burritos, not all burritos travel well. Take care of your burritos. Pick the right burritos. Splurge on the right burritos. Not this burrito. Just a shitty Postmates order. And you know what? I think we've had Postmates as a sponsor, so I feel bad, and I got the monthly membership. But I'm not paying $10 a month for a burrito like this. I'm not going to call out the place. But my, oh, my, is that a dull burrito? And the bottom line is I'm not going to order a burrito and not eat the burrito. So, yeah, I have about three-fourths of the burrito done. But it hasn't been a good three-fourths. I should be looking forward to that last extra quarter of the burrito. It's like a four by 100 track relay. It really is when you shape it up. You should be excited for that last sprinter. That's your fastest sprinter. You're sending the best of the best on for that last fourth of the burrito. And I didn't get the best of the best because I got news for you folks. I'm not looking forward to the rest of this beans and Spanish rice. Is it Spanish rice? I don't know. Could have fooled me. Won't name the company, but folks, let's fix our burritos before we fix 2020. Let's, let's get the simple things done.
Go Yankees. We'll see you next year. Let's keep fighting, scratching, and clawing. In the meantime, here on the Berlin Dumb Show, we are moving on to another day. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy. Gordy. Can I bother you for a second?